Welcome back to another episode of the Dependable Dependa. This month we are talking about the what do I's and how do I's. Today my friend Elizabeth Walker is joining me to talk about how you get free education. We spent some time talking about other things we've received for free or discounted because of our military status, as well as talking about if getting free education or free things in general is bad and makes us a dependa in the negative sense. If you have any questions about any of the resources we talked about, please find me on Instagram at the dependable dependa. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Elizabeth, welcome to the Dependable Dependa. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you. So can you tell me a little bit about you and your family, your military history, and where you guys are now? Sure. Um, So my husband and I met in college, and he um, enlisted in the Army from college. And so we headed to Germany. That was our first duty station. And we were there for almost six years. And um, wow. I taught school while we were over there. I have an education degree and I worked in daycares and stuff and he was in the army. And then um, he decided um, he wanted to become an officer. So he went to OCS and I stayed there for a few more months by myself. And then we met up back again. And then he went, we went to Fort Hood, Texas after that. And um, he deployed from there. And um, we, I, I actually had a child during that time. And then when he came back, he actually had some injuries and he ended up doing 10 years in the army and he retired at 10 years uh, medical retirement. Now we are still in Colorado Springs. This was our last duty station at Fort Carson. He used his GI Bill to go back to school. He became a dean at a middle school and then he got his principal licenship and became a, a middle school assistant principal. So he used a lot of educational benefits from the military, they've paid for three degrees for him. So there's a lot of good, you know, um, information that I could share about that as far as using benefits um, to move forward and even after the military. So wonderful. So you, so he used his GI Bill. Did he? He had his degree through going from um, enlisted to officer, but then he went back. Did he get his master's or did he get another bachelor's? Yes. So he had a education degree. Um, We had went to college, you know, when we were 18. And um, he actually enlisted because part of his enlistment package was that they reimbursed his tuition for his undergrad. And so he used that to pay for, he had to serve three years, I believe, to pay for that. And then um, that's after that, his commitment was over is when he decided to go to the officer candidate school. He went to officer candidate school. And then... um, when he retired, he used his GI Bill and he was able to get two masters actually from the GI Bill. He did um, a business degree and a education leadership degree. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that you could use the GI Bill for a master's. I yeah, thought it was for sure. Just undergrad. He's actually even using some of it for a doctorate degree right now. So you definitely can um, use it as far as you want to is, is until you run out. So he's pretty much almost at the end of his benefits. Now he had four years of benefits and he's used all those. So it's been a good um, way to get, you know, ahead and to change careers because, you know, he had to do a career change after the military. So 
Yeah. And he didn't use any other things except for his GI Bill. That's what he used. Um, correct. He used just okay. the GI Bill. It's paid for everything so far and even some of his doctorate program, which he's about to run out of benefits on that. But um, yeah, so it's paid for quite a bit. Do you know how they accrue the GI Bill money? I'm not sure. I mean, I think okay. there's like this post 9-11, if you've served a certain amount of time, they go through all your paperwork. They see when you've served, you know, what years it was. It's all based on that. And then they determine how many um, months of eligibility you have. And so he had a full four years of eligibility available to him under his GI. The VA administers that, I believe. So they go through all that. And then you get these papers every month and they say, you know, you have 32 months left, you have 31 months left. So they are definitely tracking and you can track it online too. It's a portal and they can um, track how many months of benefits they have remaining and all that kind of stuff. So they determine all of that. That's really cool. You furthered your education too, right? Because you have your degree in education. Yes. So you went back to do what? Education, reading sort of classes. I only got into a few before my husband retired. And so that is for active duty spouses. And so I only qualified for a certain amount of time. So I did stop that program. And then I had my kids and, you know, I I wasn't going to school right then. And so, um, but when he got out of the army, um, about a year or two ago, we discovered that we are um, qualified for something called Chapter 35 benefits. And so that's spouses and dependents, children of um, disabled veterans. It has to be a certain level of disability. The VA determines, you know, with your paperwork where you're at on that. But that was for um, because he was retired. So he was retired by the military, not just severance hired. And so there are benefits involved with that because of his level of disability. And so um, he was able to qualify us all, all three of us. So I have two children um, for something called chapter 35. And that is ran by the VA as well. It's administered by them. And so I'm working on two different degrees. um, And these are undergrad degrees. They're not, um, I didn't choose to do my master's because I've been working on like a small business idea, like selling crafts and um, I make a lot of different things. And so I wanted to do something um, in business because I've never had any business classes. So I'm working on a business entrepreneurship and then I'm also working on a graphic design dual degree. And so I've been working on those for hmm, about two years now between the two programs. And it's all online, the one that I chose. Um, It's completely online. It's in Nevada at a college called Great Basin College. And I think I've taken maybe 10 to 15 classes now between the two degrees. And so I'm just working on different skills that I didn't have with my education degree. The VA will not pay for anything you've already had. So none of the things, you know, I can't retake anything that I've had, which I wouldn't want to anyway, but um, they do look at your (laughs) transcripts. Yeah. And and they, they look at all your transcripts and determine, you know, what would you need to take? And so I've been working on those. And it, since I already have a degree, I mean, I can graduate a lot faster, you know, because a lot of it still applies. But that's what I'm doing to use some of those benefits. It's a 36-month benefit, the Chapter 35. And um, they reimburse you. It pays at the end of the month. And so you start school, you know, and, and then you don't get the money until the end of the month. So I usually put it on a credit card and then pay it right at the end of the month in installments. And so I pay installment and then, um, you know, I buy all my books and stuff and there is some money left over. And 
I mean, as far as I understand, they don't care what you do with that money. It's, it's your money for school. So, yeah. That's really cool. And so it's helped you build up your business as well. Yes. So you can use that money, you know, if you wanted to start a small business, maybe you're saving some money on the side, you know, as far as I understand, as long as, you know, the, the school bill is between you and the school because you're paying the school and the VA money, they're paying based on your credits. So the, honestly, I chose a very inexpensive school intentionally so that I could make the best of the money that, um, they are allotting me. So, yeah. Cause now you don't have to pay for your books. You don't have to pay right. for like the fees that they have, you know, like the internet right. fees, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So have. I, chose it's all a very inexpensive, um, school that is all online. I wanted to do, I went back and forth, but this school was even cheaper than the local community college, which I did research and went over there as well. But, um, it was actually cheaper to do this online program than it was to over there so yeah do you feel like you have had to do your research and kind of be be your own advocate for this yes for sure and um actually um we didn't I knew about this being a thing associated with my husband's disability but it wasn't in place until we advocated for it and we actually um um, we contacted Wounded Warrior Program, which is um, in Colorado Springs. And there's other ones too, like um, Disabled Veterans. Um, there's different advocacy programs. And so we actually did contact them and they helped us put together what we needed to send into the VA to say, hey, um, you know, he has this disability. Can you relook at their paperwork? Blah, blah, blah. And so, um, we did have to advocate and we, we asked for help. So, because it wasn't something I knew exactly how to say it all or whatever. And that's why they're there, those advocacy groups. So Wounded Warrior was very helpful with that. And then that's available to you and your children? Yes. So when they are, you know, of college age, um, they will be able to utilize those benefits as well. You know, every year, you know, they change the, allotment or whatever so it I don't know what it'll be like Julian is 15 so by the time he's in college hopefully it'll cover you know most of what he does I mean it's it probably won't cover everything especially if he goes to like a state school but um it should at least cover if he decided to go to a a local community college or something online like what I'm doing it would cover I'd say most of it if not all of it so it really just depends on what they would want to do but it's definitely a a help, you know, a big help. So yeah, definitely. I mean, I would have loved any I don't amount of money I paid that I got for college. 30 years old. So <laughs> yeah, we're still yeah. paying mine and we're taking full advantage of the um not having to pay right. it right now because of the corona stuff. So right. Right. that he's they're both very lucky. Now if I had eight kids versus two kids do they each get the same amount amount of money yeah or is it like your family is allotted no as far as I understand it's for each dependent I mean that would be something I I probably have never totally checked into so that could be something that yeah but for sure I've never read anything that says like if you have four kids the amount goes down or anything so I I think it's for every dependent of because the spouse and then the children of the disabled veteran and it's only for certain you know just disabled tiers so it's not like if they're 20 percent or something they're not going to qualify but depending right. on the disability level yes 
Wow. Now, I remember I remember I tried to use the MyCAA mm-hmm. when we first got in. Um, it was my fail of just not filling out mm-hmm. the paperwork mm-hmm. and doing it. But when I was doing it, I had called Military One Source and they talked me through everything I needed. Is that similar to when you do the Chapter 35? So the Chapter 35 um, was not through Military One Source. It is through the VA, the Veteran Affairs. And okay. so um, there's a website for VA, um, VA.gov, I believe. And you just, there's a form on there and you you can apply to see if you would qualify for that. The MyCAA, I believe, is... Um, done by military one source and it's just a separate you know body of people are running that yeah. so yeah do you remember because you had said you used it a little bit yeah um do you remember the process that you went through for that i believe i did the same as you i went to military one source and i either called or you know got an email contact with people and went back and forth um i liked that program because they directly paid the so I never like saw a bill or anything and I did do it before I know they've changed some things um I want to say this was well my husband was still in so that would have been 10 to 15 years ago you know somewhere in there so I'm sure they've changed some of it but um because I was reading today and I'm not sure but this is something to check into I didn't see anything about master's degree um programs right now that are able to get reimbursement for or whatever so I don't know and you used it for your I did use it for some master's classes so I'm not sure when I did Mm -hmm. it when I did it in oh that would have been like nine years ago Mm -hmm. eight years ago probably maybe even seven um I was not allowed to use it for my master's it was for Uh, mm -hmm. I honestly don't even think I was allowed I'll have to look it up but I don't think I was even allowed to get a bachelor's yeah I thought I think it was more which is wonderful because if you think about Mm -hmm. it if you're moving around having a or if you really need it if you discover that your family is getting out of the military and you need a job quickly Mm -hmm. um you know within the next year getting a certificate in something would be so beneficial Mm -hmm. and especially for the military to pay for it i do know a family member who used it for her um, cosmetology license Mm -hmm. and now she owns a salon and she was able to do the majority it didn't pay for all of it I believe it's 2500 um per like calendar year or school year or something like that but you can and you can get up to I think it's I don't know I'll have to look at the numbers but you you, it won't pay for all of it but it'll give you that leg up to be able to have a job if your spouse needs to get out of the military. Right, for sure. I read today on Military One Source, um, it said spouses can get up to 4000 in financial aid for licenses, associate's degrees um, to pursue occupations for uh, pay grades E1 through E5, W1 and W2 to active duty soldiers. So it wasn't for retirees for that program. But yeah. And it's not for... I wonder if, well, I don't want to say this because I just learned there's active reserve too. So I'm not sure about the reserve. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I'm sure on military one source, um, someone could, you know, check around. And there's a, there was a frequently asked questions um, spot for that as well. So I was just kind of reading through. So I'm sure that they have, you know, a lot of information there as well. 
Yes. And they were so helpful. I remember calling and kind of having no clue what to do Mm -hmm. and explaining to them what I wanted to do and what school I thought I wanted to do. And they, I mean, they fact checked it. Mm -hmm. They made sure it was a reputable school that I had the paperwork I needed. And I mean, honestly, it's their money. So they're going to make sure that it's all legit as well and help you because it's sitting there. The money is sitting there. Why not? And something else cool I read, I wrote this in my notes. Um, If you start the program under one rank, so for example, if your husband's an E5, but he gets promoted to E6 while you're in the program, it's, they're not going to just kick you out. Like you can finish your program is what it was saying. So I thought that was cool that they, you know, weren't just going to punish you if your husband got promoted and took you out of the program. And you don't have to rush it. You don't have to rush and try to get everything done. Right. If you needed that at that moment. Yeah. That's really good to know. I didn't, I didn't know that. And that's why I stopped doing it. Oh, (laughs) Um, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause we were promoting really quickly. And so I tried to, that's exactly what I did because I tried to rush it because I thought I had to have it complete before he promoted. And, um, um, thinking of it, I think it said that was a change in 2020. So it may have been that you missed that at some point. And maybe you can ask, I don't know, you know, sometimes when you ask the right people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Next question. I have heard wives, not necessarily in my circle or in my community, but mostly on the internet and negative um, things talked about military spouses as being dependents, which is where this whole name comes from with my podcast, my Instagram. And the idea is that they get married to their spouses in order to get free things. Mm -hmm. So in order to get free education or free housing, free healthcare, that kind of idea. So getting these grants, using these, this money, because if we look at it in the negative way, you're taking advantage of the fact that your husband's a disabled vet and taking this money from the VA to further your education and further your business. How do you feel about that? Do you feel, do you agree, disagree with that? Um, why do you think that it is okay for you to use this money? Um, I mean, that's interesting to me that that's even a thing nowadays, I guess. Um, I'm quite a bit older than you, Sarah. <laughs> so my husband and not I, true. You know, we were we were 18 and and in college and broke and you know like we didn't even really know what we were getting into in the military, but we got married before he ever went in the military. And so like we're a team, you know. We don't. Um, it's not that I've ever tried to you know take advantage of anything because. I mean, more than anything, to be honest, when when we moved to Germany, um, for example, I had to look for a job. And so I had to take whatever I could because when we got over there, you know, we, we were just 22 years old, 23 and, and broke. And he was an E4, I believe. And, um, you know, you need you need to work. And so I just took something. I worked in daycare. I changed toddlers diapers all day. I had a degree in education, but I did what we had to do. And then eventually I was able to move and um, teach for Dodds for Department of Defense schools. But then after he went to um, OCS, I couldn't teach another year. I couldn't, 
ethically say I would be there for a year, sign a contract. So I went back to changing diapers at the daycare and, you know, and then we moved and um, I worked at a tax office for some months. I mean, I've moved, I've had all sorts of jobs and, and not like, I don't feel like I've taken advantage of his benefits. I feel like we've worked together to, you know, build a future for our family. And so um, if that means that I use some benefits or he uses some benefits, the reason that they're there is because spouses end up with, you know, holes in their in their employment record. And so there was times I couldn't work because we were moving or there were times I had to, you know, clean as a job and scrub toilets because we needed the money and that was what I could find at the moment, even though I am, a, you know, I have a degree as well. And so I definitely do not feel like I have used anything. I mean, we're a team. And so we've always looked at it that way. And sometimes that means he's off, you know, in Iraq and I'm home with the baby. And sometimes that means I'm working. There was times I made more money than him. So we just work together, you know, and things have changed over the years, but, um, yeah, no, I don't feel like that's taking advantage. I I mean, I feel like it's taking advantage in a good way and it's becoming more um, marketable. I mean, you never know what's going to happen to your spouse. Like in our case, you know, they can become disabled without you ever thinking that was going to happen to you. Um, and school is just always a good thing to have more skills, to have more things you can do. Um, maybe it gives you something to do. Well, they're away. I mean, sometimes, you know, I know my husband was gone for a year and it was lonely and sad. And so, you know, if you have something you can work on, sometimes that helps. I mean, everybody's different, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think that's why they have those benefits and, and use what you can while you have a chance. That's what I say. So. I love that. I love that. And you know, because we know each other personally, that I agree. It is a team. And the people who have listened to my other podcasts and who follow me on Instagram, I say we all the time. Mm -hmm. Like we are, you know, like we're stationed here now. We moved here. We got promoted. We (laughs) like, it's a we thing. Um, And I love how you put that. Like there are some times where you had to do what you had to do. And now you're still doing what you have to do. You're providing this for your family. And he worked hard and he was in the military. And unfortunately, he's a disabled vet. But now there's these benefits for your family. And why just let him sit there? And what a blessing to your children, um, first of all, to be an example to them of furthering your education and also gifting them with this legacy of education. Your husband... Like he already had his degree and then joined the military and your children could do the same thing or I, I, I just think it's a great legacy that you're able to provide for them too. Thanks. So are there any other programs? This isn't something that I had asked you about previously, but are there any other programs that your family has been able to enjoy and partake in? because of military that you can think of just like off the top of your head, maybe sports or lessons or anything like that, that your children or you guys have been able to participate? Well, you know, my husband's been out for, I think it's almost 12 years now. So my son was about three or four when he was still in and then he wasn't in anymore. But I mean, we took advantage of everything we could as far as um, 
socialization opportunities. Like um, they, my son would participate in the sports programs. They have sports programs for children. Um, I believe he was in soccer. I believe he did t-ball. Um, they also had something through the child care centers that was um, like uh, martial arts sort of programs. Um, since he exited as a disabled vet, he went through something called um, the Wounded Warrior uh, Brigade, I think it was called. But anyway, they did yeah. give us like free hours as far as like if we had appointments he had to go to and stuff, um, we could put them in child care. I didn't use it a ton, but there were a couple times when we needed to do you know, out processing sort of stuff. And um, through the child care centers, they had like hours, even during deployment, I think they had hours um, that were free as far as child care. And I, I used those as needed. I used um, anything that they had to help my son, you know, have fun or be socialized. We went to the library a lot on post when he was little, they had little story times. Um, they used to do a lot of MWR events back this was a long time ago, but they would have like ice skating inside the rec center. I mean, they had all kinds of, through the years, I've taken right. them to Easter yeah. egg hunts. I've taken them, you know, to um, the MWR stuff. We've used the um, ITR travel place where um, yes, they, I love they do that discounts place. for favorite. travel. You can get tickets at reduced cost um, for local attractions. We've used that because I just figure it's part of their benefits, but also like it allows us to do more with our money as far as fun activities and stuff like that. So if there's a discount or something, um, I try to look for it and see, you know, so then we can enjoy more things as a family. One time we were, I was on mm -hmm. Facebook and the MWR at Fort Lewis said free orchestra mm -hmm. tickets. And I thought, oh my goodness, we could never afford to right. go to the orchestra. Right. What a great experience. And you had to be one of the first 10 people at the, like, to come get them. So I ran over there. I wasn't, I was working at the time, but I had, I was on a break or something. So I ran over there and I grabbed some tickets mm -hmm. and my husband and I showed up. This is before kids. We were so excited. We dressed up. We even got three tickets. So we brought our friend with uh -huh. us and all they said was orchestra. Uh -huh. They didn't say anything else. And we get there <laughs> And it's like a beginner's orchestra concert. And it's not, oh. the, the orchestra people were not be beginners. It was like an introduction for children to like right. introduce them to the orchestra. Oh. So there we are at Fort Lewis, Washington, all dressed up, three adults in a whole auditorium full of children learning oh, wow. <laughs> like <laughs> the different instruments and the tempos and stuff like that. We were like, what? No, I, I have been known to do some funky things like that, too. But also, <laughs> you know, I've done some fun things, too. And so I think my fun things end up outweighing the crazy. <laughs> but, but it's still, but yeah. I think about that all the time. Like, we sat in there and we listened to it because none of us knew the instruments right. or the tempos or anything like that. And it was fun. I mean, we felt like we looked like creepers because we're in oh, there without children. Yeah. But um, you're able to mm -hmm. experience things that you may not have because of oh, for sure. like for sure. because of your prices. There was a time I remember at Fort Hood, we got to see Dave Ramsey in, in person. He came and did a full program for um, for soldiers, just active. Wow. Soldiers. He filled a whole auditorium down there. 
and he just let anybody who wanted to come come. I mean, we've went to um, there's a program called VetTix. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. V E T T I X, and that's for any active duty or retirees, and it works on like a token system. And so every month you get a certain amount of tokens, and then they have events where they donate certain amounts of seats at different events to veterans, you know, that would want to come for free. And so you bid on them. And so we've went to a Rockies game that way. Um, We were going to go to Disney on ice, but then the pandemic happened. So anyway, that's called vet ticks. And we've taken the kids to a couple things that way. I mean, I look around for stuff, especially stuff like educational for my kids or something that will get us out of the house on a Saturday, you know, when we've been cooped up or something. I mean, I think they want to give back to soldiers. So why not, you know, use those tickets if if they're offering them? I don't think there's anything bad about that. I I try to get my kids out and about. And I think they've had a lot of neat experiences that we never got to have just because of my husband's service. We got to go up in Breckenridge one time um, to a camp for disabled soldiers. And it was really cool. They did um, adapted rock climbing. They took us out on the Colorado River in a in a raft. And so they had a, even a guy that was in a wheelchair and they were able to adapt. Um, everything was adaptable to the wounded warriors. And so that was a really cool program. My kids got to do all kinds of fun stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. You just have to kind of keep your eyes open and I could go on and on. We could probably do another podcast about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever used the blue um, star family museum ones? No, I have, have you heard not- of that. I don't, I think I have heard of it, but is there any museums here? I think that was the issue. Maybe there are the museums there are not my favorite. It was like things that we were just like, oh, it's okay. Right. But that's when I'm very excited about using the summer out here. So I think we are good. I think you gave so much great information and I appreciate it so much. We have a post on my blog about the MyCAA <laughs> So if you are listening to this and you have any more questions, please let me know. Um, We will get you hooked up with different organizations that can help you better than we can. (laughs) So, but thank you so much for your information, for your tips, for your tricks. I know this is going to help so many people, especially right now. If you are having to get out of the military with the way the economy is and with COVID, what a great opportunity to use these, this money to help your family out. Okay. I have one more question. What is your favorite memory of being a military spouse and your time in the military with your, your family's time Um, in the military? I mean, we had a lot of great times when we were, so we were just married and that was our first duty station. Honestly, it was just a lot of fun starting our life that way, like starting completely over, no family around, just having our own adventure, I guess. Like we were, um, we lived in an apartment out in the middle of a, a German area that there was barely any Americans around. Um, and we just, figured it out. I don't know. I I have a lot of good memories of even like the hard times, like looking back. um, Yeah. It just was a lot of fun to do it together, you know, and to be together and kind of build that stable foundation um, of our marriage 
being away and kind of just starting completely over and something totally new, something that our families didn't really know much about. Um, it just an adventure, I guess. And, and, you know, we traveled a lot in Germany. We always had the idea that wherever you are, you just make the best of it. And I mean, some people, you know, they don't want to leave post and stuff like that, but we, we tried to enjoy everything we could. We would try to meet German people. We would try to get out as much as we could. You know, we, we traveled probably 10, 12 different countries while we were over there and we didn't have it at the time. So, you know, we just, if we had a weekend off, we would, go you know they had these van not van tours bus tours and so we would find something sometime we went to Amsterdam we went to Paris we went to Prague we went to Poland we went to Budapest I mean we would just we would ride the trains and we were broke as broke you know but like I don't know we just had so much fun just exploring together starting our life together um just doing our thing just you know adventure I guess so yeah that sounds Mm -hmm. so fun it really does set your whole marriage up as a just Mm -hmm. the two of you I mean I love that I love that well thank you so much I really appreciate your time and we will talk soon isn't Elizabeth so wonderful. She is an expert about saving money, finding resources, and using her money wisely. I love how she pointed out multiple times that she's not taking advantage of anything, but she's letting their family's money go as far as it possibly can. There are experiences that her family has had because she has done the research, because she has looked at the things, because she has looked at things that are offered to them for free or discounted due to being a military family, due to being a wounded warrior family, due to being a veteran family. And none of that is bad. She's not asking people to give her the discount, but if the discount is available, she's using it and allowing her family experiences that they couldn't have done otherwise. Last week, I had talked about having t-shirts for sale and some items for sale for the month of the military child. Unfortunately, Due to being new to this, I didn't quite understand the copyright situation, so we're going to have to put a hold on those until next year. All right, have a great day, and I will talk to you guys next week.